how then um it's another episode of the castle comics podcast podcastle and tonight we are going to be discussing manga and anime which is not greg's specialist subject by any stretch of the imagination which is why i've, I've got in we resident uh, anime expert is there a technical term for that weep weep <laughs> is weep like an insult is or sorry sorry it's... It's kind of one of those insults that's been reclaimed over the years. Right, okay. Like, like, it's, like geek it's coming. our word now. You know? right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can call it that. Right. It was once used to oppress, but now. <laughs> it's a symbol of power. <laughs> Some guy got up on like an Olympic podium <laughs> with a manga in hand. <laughs> Wait, are we? Hi, <laughs> so. Tonight, it's, uh, it's old Greg, son guy Gary, Sean the Weeb. And <laughs> funny, Alex. You've been done. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god. So, I don't know a lot about this sort of uh, this sort of genre, this sort of media. I suppose you would call it. So, tell me about it. What is it? Sean, I'll let you go as resident expert. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I guess the basically what your anime and your manga is, what have you, is just sort of just. A medium mainly originating in Japan using like animations like cartoons essentially okay and uh, yeah it's just they have their own sort of unique style and it's just kind of uh, I couldn't tell you exactly when it started I think it was in the 60s mm-hmm. probably earlier than that I mean I was first sort of exposed to uh, in the sort of 80s when Akira broke because yeah, Akira was yeah. obviously this huge thing I think that was the first sort of thing with big western crossover next to sort of Battle of the Planets, which was like a cartoon that sort of mm. snuck in there. Aye. So that's the thing. It's like cartoons were getting bigger in like the Western world. Mm. And then like the Asians just kind of brought in all the sort of, mainly from Japan, really. That's the only ones. You don't hear a lot of Chinese. They're starting to sort of up and come with it, but it's mainly just Japanese anime. And okay, It's okay. breaking into the Western world, aye. Yeah. Would you say there's any like kind of difference between, because when, this was something I started to struggle with when you're trying to take anime and not just call it a cartoon. Do you say there's any key features? Like, is it just purely because it's Japanese? Or did you get any like American animes? I think it's kind of more a theme thing than anything. Yeah, yeah. Like in that kind of Japanese culture kind of thing, anime, even though to us as Western like people, it looks like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not treated like a cartoon. Yeah. It's treated, I don't know, like a serial could be anything, a drama so, or anything. Yeah. What you're trying to yeah. say is purely because it's uh, it's animation. Uh, it doesn't mean it's necessarily fantasy. It, it could be. It's not. Fa- it's not necessarily fantasy. It's not necessarily for children. Uh-huh. It, yeah. it can occupy. Like if you think about how many genres films can occupy, mm-hmm. anime can occupy occupy the whole genre. Yeah. The right, whole okay. the whole kind of spectrum. So it's a, a medium rather than a genre. Yeah. 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 Okay. Definitely. There's there's genres within there like stuff of like course. like shonen is uh-huh. kind of your classic like what Dragon Ball Z or yeah. So what, what's the definition of shonen? Young adult, like you mainly male, young male. You get shonen shojo. It's like male female kind of thing. Okay. So they're sort of aimed more at your young teenage, mid teenage, elder okay. older teenage kind of age group. Okay. Okay. That's just that's your your Dragon Ball Zs, your Yu Gi Oh. Right. Um, okay. That's kind of. Okay, genre, okay. if you will. Okay. Um, so, is there anyone, so for somebody like myself, that's just sort of getting into it, showing an interest in it, 
where's a good starting point? Where would you recommend people start? Well, I think that's down to who the person is. Like they were saying, the anime can cover like a large group of different kind of genres and stuff like that. So it's really what you're into. Um, for you, depends. You can go down like comedy route. Like you're a bit older, so you wouldn't want to watch like the kind of the teen drama kind of stuff. You yeah. could go right into like something a bit more gritty. So I was thinking through Netflix and one about volleyball. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's probably not. Yeah, that's own. a banger. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very famous one actually. I, 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 People I, would have your head if you. Really, I'm, that I'm like, well, I don't care about volleyball. But Nor actually, do I, but it gets a lot of love. Like <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know why. But okay, okay, it's sort of brought back volleyball. It really has, by the way. Really? <laughs> <laughs> volleyball became a thing now. Oh, I see on TikTok there are volleyball TikToks now really? because of high <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, I would recommend you tough to watch Attack on Titan. Okay. Just like the first season when that came out, that was something that blew me away. Okay. But, and, and what what blew you away about the guy? What what made you think, oh, this is this is different? Was it because uh, the animation was really good, or the yeah, soundscape, was, or a deep good story? Or? It was kind of like that, like your Game of Thronesy type feel, where like you could get attached to a character and then they could just kill them off. Like main characters get killed off quite quickly. Right. Okay. And like. Just the first episode, the way the first episode ends, it's like it goes for you. It gives you all the backstory, all the mm-hmm. kind of what is going on, and then right. boom, at the end of the episode, the threat's happened, mm-hmm. and then it's just what's happening afterwards. But okay. it's very it's very dark. Yes. Uh, I would say it would appeal to like more kind of older age groups because okay. if you like stuff like Game of Thrones and stuff, that will keep you guessing, keep you wanting more. Okay, so it's, it's quite an good. adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely gritty. And, okay, yeah. I kind of had like I sort of kind of have three answers for where to start. Right. Okay. <laughs> if if you want to see what the kind of best of what anime can give, uh-huh. um, any kind of Studio Ghibli film, like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. instantly think of um, Spirited Away. Yeah, Spirited was, Away. Is... I believe was the first animated film. Uh, Oscar winner. Non-Western, um, uh-huh. animated film that won an Oscar. It's a stunning story. Yeah, yeah, Studio Ghibli stuff sort of its own. But I mean, there's that, and there's My Friend Totoro as well, or My, my Neighbour Totoro. Totoro. I watched yeah. that one as well. And there's a, there's a couple of bits where obviously there's there's a, like cultural things that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's about. Yeah. Um, one of the Studio Ghibli's actually got me crying, and I only watched it for the first time about maybe a year ago, and it was uh, the Firefly one. Grave of the Firefly. Grave of the Firefly. Uh-huh. A lot of people that will say that. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> really? Mm. It was like one of these, I never knew, like, from like, a cartoon type uh-huh. thing could get me so emotionally wrecked. The ending really? of that is just devastating. Okay. If but, you're not familiar with The Grave of the Firefly, it's based on uh, the war, World War Two. Okay. And it's like an orphan survivor with his, with his sister, uh-huh. I believe it's his sister. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aye. And just surviving after, after a, a bomb drops. So it's a comedy. Know. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> yeah, I was crying with laughter um, but like my if you're looking for like there's an argument about whether this is an anime right? right but if you're looking for a middle ground that will get you to appreciate that kind of genre mm-hmm. Avatar Legend of Aang oh he's one of those people no it's I'd like I'm, I'm kind <laughs> I'm kind of of the opinion that it's not an anime mm. but it's a stepping stone to that world okay. yeah yeah in, in what way is it not an anime? I'm confused. Uh, because it's Western for one thing. Right. It's based off Chinese culture, heavily, um, right. and it's English. <laughs> right. It's, okay. It's it's not so much a Chinese aspect. Like a lot of anime, like Japanese anime, takes things from Nordic, Germanic, 
uh, Roman, Egyptian, everything, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, it's just because it, it, it's a Western produced, directed and yeah. drawn. Okay. And so so do you think this, this uh, company or production studio has looked at anime and gone, we want a slice no, of no, that? No, not at all. Um, Avatar is, I believe it was Nickelodeon. It's 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 its own thing. It genuinely mm-hmm. is. It's it's actually really good. Like, okay, aye. okay. So we've got attack. We're starting off by Titan Titan. Uh, this volleyball thing. What else are we? What else are we watching? Um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood mm. yeah. was the first anime I watched all the way through. It's five parts, five series. Okay. And I have never had a story more neatly wrapped up. Right. Okay. Something like it comes to the end, like the the last episode. And every single question you have about that series is answered, like okay. satisfactorily. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it makes you cry, it makes you think about kind of deeper concepts, mm. um, about like death and life and stuff like that. And that I, I honestly think Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood will remain probably my favorite anime till the day I die, because I don't think anything can really top the level. Of storytelling, okay, I'll have that. to give that one a shot. You're definitely not alone there. Like, uh, one thing you could actually potentially do is, um, a lot of animes have actually been like extremely highly rated to a point where if you go into everyone's familiar with IMDb at this mm-hmm. place, like the at this time and age, uh-huh. it's like basically your summary of all your top TV shows is on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the top two fifties, I believe was about ten. Within the top fifty okay. TV shows, mm-hmm. or, or that's anime. the thing. I'm always a bit suspicious about IMDb because everybody says, "Well, Sits and Kane's a great film." How many folk have actually watched Sits and Kane? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And just oh no, everybody says it's great. I watch it, and mm. there's maybe a wee bit of that sort of fashion or meant to like this anime or like yeah, this anime. Yeah. Do you know you, what I mean? You do raise a point there, Ray, that like a lot of it is just like a fad in a sense, where it's like everyone is watching it and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's got to be good. I must like it." You know? Right, yeah, no, absolutely, Aye. absolutely. It's it's like a, a almost like a, a sort of fashion thing. So we've sort of talked about where's the good place to start. What to you guys like makes? I mean, Alex, you've already said Full Metal Alchemist. What, what's your guys' favourite, and what what makes it the best anime that you've seen? Uh, I, it's hard for me to really pick one because mm-hmm. like. I've watched so many at this point. I've got uh-huh. so many that I could choose. I actually I rewatched one recently, and like I've seen it a good few times now. It's called Steins Gate. It's on Netflix. Stein Gate. Steins Gate. Steins Gate. It's Aye. weird. Like it is. It is an odd one, and it's about time traveling, so it can get a bit confusing about okay. exactly what's going on. But see, once you get okay, into you it, can tell me about that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> once you get into it, but and then like all the plots start to come together, how they use the time traveling like in a smart way, and how it works in progresses the storyline uh-huh. and then how it regresses the storyline as well right. and it's like they use it like really well in a way to bring the plot forward and then this happens uh-huh. and the main character's like right now we need to go and fix all that we've just done Okay. so then it's all about like winding back and it's just it's a show that no matter how many times I've watched it the twist still kind of gets me Right. Okay. and it's like it's quite an emotional twist for what happens mm-hmm. without spoiling it and like again, like I've seen it like good four or five times, and it still like kicks wow. you. How like, many series of that is? Is it quite an investment of time? No, no. Um, I believe it's twenty four episodes. Okay, so, okay, so it's not a huge investment, but it's it it an investment. <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> twenty six. minutes. Twenty, 20, 20, 20 minute minute episodes. episodes. 
What's your thoughts, Gary? What's the number one anime in Gary Land? Like, that's hard because right now I've got a different opinion from when I was growing up. Uh-huh. Like, growing up, I was obviously really invested into Yu Gi Oh! Like, uh-huh. that was my main. Like, used to get up every morning before school to watch it because it was uh-huh. just it was so gripping for me at that time. Um, yeah, yeah. I really loved that, but now that I'm a bit older. I, like, I would recommend One Punch Man just oh, because yeah, it's, it, it's up there for me. Yeah, yeah. you're constantly bent over laughing at it. It's like it takes all your serious kind of animes that you've uh-huh. watched back in the day and just. Do you think that maybe with One Punch Man you need a wee bit of uh, because it's a parody that you need a wee bit of knowledge about what it's parodying? No, Do you know what I mean? um, it's an it's a parody in inverted commas. Uh-huh. It knows it's a parody, but it also has an extremely serious like behind like, a story behind it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it is honestly like that's probably my second favorite. Anime, yeah, to be honest. I I recommended it to a group of people. Like mm-hmm. my, I've got a group of friends. I just call the drama friends because I used to go to drama with them. Uh, and I'll, I recommended them watch One Punch Man and for all of them it was their first anime uh-huh. and all of them loved it yeah. like, okay. I think I think just through kind of mitosis kind of cultural zeitgeist yeah, yeah. you can you know what it's taking the mic out of even if you kind of put it to Superman or something it's uh-huh. kind of taking the mic out of Superman okay. yeah. Yeah. stuff like that as well but when it wants to do a serious fight scene or mm-hmm. something like that the animation's top notch you're mm-hmm. invested mm-hmm. in that yep. fight even though in your head you've accepted context <laughs> okay. one punch man's about a, a man named Saitama who trained too hard and became too good of a hero yeah. uh, who can kill everything with a single punch and literally can't be hurt so yeah. even though you accept that in your right. head okay so when, your, your main protagonist is never in any sort of danger there's, there's no and it sounds awful yeah it does it sounds yeah. like I mean okay <laughs> I mean that's the whole thing the hero the hero in danger and coming through but this guy's obviously mm. Can't be hurt. Kills everything with one punch. That's why it's so good, though. Is that <laughs> it's, it uses it extremely well. Uh-huh. Like, it's not just him turning up instantly, clack, save the day. You know, like it's the characters around them uh-huh. and how they deal with like the imminent threats and like like as they they've got like different threat levels and it's like god level threats coming at the planet and uh-huh. how they all try to like band together. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> then eventually he does turn up and like. You know. and, and punch the thing. Aye. Aye. But it's the build-up to that, and it's, <laughs> it's so good. It's the build-up to him throwing this one punch. Exactly. And it's worth noting, Saitama spends... I've watched the second series as well. He spends the whole time just bored out his nut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I, was, I, was say, I could kind of relate to that. Like, see, for instance, if you if you find a game that you like to play, and you can level up your character, see the struggle between going to zero to the top. Uh-huh. It's intense, but see when you finally reach that level, you're at the top, and everything... Yeah. The game becomes boring. You're like, yeah, right, that's, yeah. this is where I wanted to be, mm. but now... Ah, there's so no challenge. There's no challenge, it's boring, but that just seems like that's his struggle constantly. Mm. It's, it's great anime. So, we, we've discussed your favourite ones, what makes a good one. What ones should we avoid? What's stinkers? I mean, there's bound to be one or two that you're like... My Little Pony. Sorry? My Little Pony. My Little Pony, is that considered <laughs> an anime? No, you get you get your bronies out there that'll oh, defend yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that, and I don't really want to touch upon that, because I heard some of these older gentlemen are some sick Apparently they call it stuff. clopping. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, I don't think I've watched a bad anime, because if something doesn't grip me, I just stop. Mm. Right. Like Because they're 20-minute episodes or whatever, uh-huh. if I've yeah. commit, I'm never going to commit 
to watch a full series when I haven't enjoyed the first three or four episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And if I check out at that point, I've maybe not seen enough to call it bad. Okay. Like, for example, I've tried Steins Gate mm-hmm. four times, and the furthest I've got in is three episodes. Just not for you, but Sean loves but I can, it. But I can tell there's more there. Uh-huh. But I suppose it's the thing. It's, it's a hard... It's one of those animes that's hard to hook you. Right. And I can tell that once it hooks you, you're in. You're in. Uh-huh. Right. And I never quite get there. Like, right, right, okay. I get to a bit with a green slimy banana and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm off of this. You've probably forced your way through a bad anime though. Well, there's actually like a saying in the sort of anime community, if you will, like you give it three episodes and if you're still not invested, just ditch it. Like it's not right, worth Right, okay. So continuing. three episodes is a golden sort of mm-hmm. for to get the hooks in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I watched um obviously been new to anime and all that, um, and it's it's like one of the bigger ones that I'd heard of. I watched Tokyo Ghoul, mm. and I really enjoyed it. Which Tokyo Ghoul are we talking about? Um, the one that's on Netflix. Okay, okay. Like there, there's two. There's a, that's the first created one, which isn't true to the manga. Right. Okay. And then there's a new one that's came out last year. Okay, okay. It's it's the one where the boy um he's got like the one red eye and he's like half a demon or something yeah. because mm-hmm. building blocks fall on top of this girl that was gonna eat him. Is what I've got out of it. But no, the the animation in it's really nice. The story's mm-hmm. quite good. There's this outrageously sort of campy villain. He's just fantastic. <laughs> um I like him a lot. The gourmet. The gourmet, yes, the gourmet. So I've I've been I've been getting into that. That's quite good. Mm. Um, I'm not another one I've been watching. Another one of the ones I've been watching. I'm not going to attempt to to pronounce it, but it's about gambling, in a high Kakigurui. school. Sorry. Kakigurui. Kakigurui. Yeah, uh, Kakigurui. I, I love I, that. I, I love that. That's, I've enjoyed what I've watched it's the Kakigurui, just and fun. it's it's a supposedly like you say aimed, aimed at teens, but it's very sexual. That's kind of the point in. The woman in it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. She's very aroused by gambling and uh-huh. high stakes. Uh-huh. And it's very strange. But, like, at the same time, it's just stupid fun, you know? And it's like, yeah. you don't go into it too seriously. I think that's the thing with anime. See, when you jump into an anime, you just have to accept what's happening. Right. <laughs> like, you have to jump into an anime and accept... I am coming in with a blank mind here. Uh-huh. Anything that happens in these first three episodes, uh-huh. I'm just going to accept... This is the world I'm in. Because if you don't, you're going to hate your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, and do, do you think maybe it's um, to a certain degree a uh, a cultural thing where we're we we we're not we're so used to like uh, Western story storytelling that it's um, we know it's a certain way. Particularly if it's aimed at like teenagers and stuff, you can't have certain bits in it. And then the stuff the anime, the same that teenagers a lot more blood and guts. Mm. There's a lot. It's a lot more violent. It's definitely called like some kind of cultural difference there. I right. mind you suggesting Goblin Slayer to me, which mm. I still need to catch up on. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a PG. Right. The <laughs> first episode is not a PG. Uh-huh. I would never rate that PG. That, that, no. that that's the thing. Why is it why is it a PG when it's that graphically violent? That's the thing. Because Gra- it's a cartoon and it's not essentially real. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? But so the things it depicts can be very real to people in a sense. And that's the thing. So where do you draw the line between like uh, Goblin Slayer not like uh Orosu Tokidojo, stuff that's like flying uh, tentacle 
penises. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Which, which is, a, I suppose, a subgenre in its own. Mm, that's, that's um, a very different genre. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to be sitting watching Tokyo Girl and this massive monster is going to swing across the screen and bash somebody upside know. the head. I can, I can assure you that won't happen. That will not happen in Tokyo Girl. Excellent. Okay, I can carry on watching it in the, in the safe knowledge that there'll be no flying fallacies. <laughs> I think maybe anime is some... What I've seen for kind of comic culture, mm-hmm. it's similar where you kind of, you maybe kind of trust someone's opinion and okay. take their recommendations. Okay. Like, I'm going to level you. I don't terribly trust Sean's recommendations because he recommended <laughs> Steins Gate to me, and I just can't get it. Okay. Right? Um, so what you're saying is Sean's got more sophisticated. Taste he does. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. He's got more time. To, well, I don't think you do actually have more time, but you invest more time into those anime, mm. and we want different things from an anime. Yeah. Where so when what do you want from an anime? I like, I like shonen. Really, to be honest, is what is what it came down right. to. Okay. Um, we've discussed shonen. We know what that is. Yeah, I suppose I've been harsh to you because you were the one who suggested My Hero Academia, which is uh-huh. one of my favourite anime. You and Ross together. So we know what makes a good one. We've talked about a bad one. Um, I'm assuming, um, obviously, I've, I've got Netflix, right? So I've watched like bits on Netflix. I know a lot of folk um, that are into it subscribe to is it Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. Crunchyroll, I think, is the big sort of streaming service. If that's your, yeah, if that's your sort of thing, would you recommend that if folk were getting into it? Personally, I use it. Sorry, yeah. I would just say like it depends if you can watch a uh, sub rather than dubbed anime. Right. Because a lot of Crunchyroll is subbed rather than dubbed. Uh-huh. Which, personally, I, I prefer watching subbed because I think that Japanese voice actors get a lot more invested into it. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes it you know, sound more true to what they were trying to go for. But That's the thing. That's what I was, That was going to be one of my questions. Subbed or, subbed or dubbed. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with it. I understand what you're saying, Gary, where they're, they're getting more into it. But because I don't speak that <laughs> language I, they're getting into it, but I've no idea what they're getting into yeah but the words are at the bottom you can read no, it the words are, yeah I know but at that stage we as well turning the sound off hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean um, and dubbed uh, the acting in dubs no always necessarily the voice acting is no necessarily the best uh, uh, some of it there was um, definitely arguments we made um, I have shows personally that I really like um in English, like mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, extremely powerful, like English cast in that. Like they are okay. very good. Okay. Attack on Titan, also very good uh, uh-huh. English cast. Okay, like, okay. You wouldn't go wrong if you were to listen to him in English. Okay, okay. So do you think that maybe the they invest more money um, by getting a better cast when the anime is like a more successful anime off the bat? If you see what I'm saying, if it's like a if it's one that's not maybe such big a hit. They've not so much money to spend on it. They don't get as good a cast in, and then it's like a downward spiral, rather than a mediocre anime might be might be brought up by a good by good voice acting. Aye. Do you know what it's I mean? It's a safe argument to make. Like Attack and Titan and Full Metal were already established manga. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. So it was quite easy for them to get probably bigger names in people uh-huh. that are already aware of these shows and were like, I would like to be a part of that. Like your Vic Mignogna is a big name in the. English anime world, so um, yeah, he's he plays Eren Yeager, I believe. What's it? Sounds right to me, to be honest, for what I remember. And he's also um, Edward Elric. Uh, 
from Full Metal Alchemist. Aye, aye. So like, he's a, he's a big name, and then there's also Monica Real stars in both shows. Um, she's also a big female name. Uh, like there's there's even shows if you've got like even a favorite actor you like, mm-hmm. and you just look up their sort of like their. Uh, the, the, works, page. <laughs> <laughs> the works that they've starred in uh-huh. that's like, that can be a good like starting point for other shows you want to watch yeah because if you like their voice acting then you get to know stuff now like their other English stuff aye. it depends how I watch them so I tend to watch anime series dubbed mm-hmm. just for the sake of ease just so I can be on my phone on a group chat or whatever yeah, and yeah. still not worry that I've missed uh-huh. stuff whereas if I'm watching a film because I'm changing the way I'm watching because I'm yeah. sitting down to watch a film uh huh I'll watch it subbed. Yeah. Um, like I, like stuff like your name and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That just wouldn't feel the same if it was dubbed. Like there's something kind of... When you go into a film, you're accepting the art style mm-hmm. and the kind of... in its fullest kind of form. Aye. Which includes the language it's intended to be spoken in. Uh-huh. Um, that extends outside anime as well. We talked about what the whole... Which was a Spanish yeah, uh, film. Yeah, I mean, Parasite is the last thing I watched. Probably that was like foreign language, and I can't imagine yeah. that dubbed. Uh, yeah, I watched. I watched the dubbed version of the whole, or I tried to, and it was <laughs> the weirdest thing in the world, man. The characters were still very clearly speaking Spanish, but there was some English guy just talking over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that was all oh, the platform. The platform. Yeah, the platform, yeah. not the whole. The platform. Sorry, I yeah, said the whole. Whatever it's called. Yeah, aye, that's no, it's all right. We never got it in the last podcast. Aye, aye, I'm not going to get it last time. Um, so the other one I was going to talk about, right? Um, Seven Deadly Sins, right? I know, I know, Gary's like number one. What's your thoughts on Seven Deadly Sins? It's it's a fantastic show. Aye, aye. it's definitely good. <laughs> Alex, so, so I, I'm trying to watch it because we, it was suggested for this by Gary, uh-huh. and then like I was like, well, I'll try and get myself through it for this. I'm eight episodes in. I'm liking it well enough. Uh huh. It's it's no quite hooked me yet. It's there. I'm invested and interested. Uh huh. In the story that happens. Aye. I just I always sit down like I can't be bothered watching another episode. <laughs> the the thing I'm struggling with with Seven Deadly Sins is I don't think the animation's that good. Um, I think it's kind of it's like still pictures with the mouth moving and the eyes blinking. Yeah. until there's a fight scene mm-hmm. and then it's all you know the action only happens in fight scenes but other than that it's like kind of like still pictures with the mouth moving I'm glad you said that Greg the the fourth season got a lot of flack for uh-huh. the for subpar animation really? and re-watching season one uh-huh. uh, personally I didn't mind season four animation wise uh-huh. and re-watching season one it's pretty much the same really like there are parts that aren't as detailed and uh-huh. in depth which uh-huh. is fine. It works fine. Like I'm not exactly going to derail or detract from it. Mm. Uh, it. It does it. It does well in what it's it, meant to yeah, do. Yeah, it, it works well you in know? that sort of thing because that's that style. Um, I was talking to um, Ross Kernan the other mm. day to uh, Beard Oil Ross. Beard Oil Ross. I was talking to Beard Oil <laughs> Ross, and basically the way he, the way he put it to me was that. They've only got so much of a budget for these shows, the animation budget, and what they do is they save up the money and then they spend the animation budget in the fight scenes, so that the fight scenes move quicker. Yeah, to, um, to an extent. I I and nah. Uh, there's actually, funnily enough, there's a really good anime that explains about the whole, uh, like budgeting and. That's pretty meta. <laughs> That's the thing. It's an anime called Shiro Bako. 
and it's about a production studio making their first anime. Wow, that's and about up. how um like like uh, animations can be outsourced to like independent contractors, mm-hmm. and it's about like trying to get it all together where like different issues coming to it. Uh, uh-huh. There's also I'm currently watching. Sorry, to derail a little bit. No, 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 um, at all. There's a show called Black Clover that currently airing. It's an it's a really big show in that's currently airing. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's actually the second biggest show in Crunchyroll right now. Right. But there's times where you can clearly see a different studio has done this episode. Okay. Like, there's, for example, say there was an episode based around one of the main characters, Noelle, who's like this princess lass. Uh, uh-huh. She's like the second main character, if you will, the main female. And her episode, based on her, was done extremely well. And like you could tell they put a lot of detail in it. But the next episode was just like not as much effort put in at all like so you, you could tell one's maybe been subcontracted aye so it's obviously just went to some other company and they're just kind of like mm-hmm. get the story done get the frames back to us and we'll put it out kind of thing it, it wasn't a bad episode it's just okay. you can see where the the important parts to the you know the producers and the developers are uh-huh. an example of that as well that happened recently was One Punch Man so yeah. the animation in One Punch Man series one is outstanding, mm. like stunning. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they were planning, we're making series two, and the studio that had animated series one said, "We'll do it, but like you're going to have to wait three years. Like we're we're booked up." Yeah, yeah. And that and they went to another another studio, uh-huh. and season two just doesn't look as good. I think it looks fine. Yeah, but like. It's not on the same level as season one. Yeah, I so, totally agree. So there's, there's there's this one studio that does it really well. They've not been able to get them, so they, they, they've popped down the barrels and they've got wee Jimmy <laughs> with his notepad. With a flip book. With a flip book. <laughs> you like this style? <laughs> so wee Jimmy's got his flip book and he's done one punch man season two. Um, with his felt tip pens get a pound land. <laughs> it feels like that at times. Uh, um, yeah, season two was really static. As opposed to season mm. one, that felt really dynamic. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I mean, I, I like, I, I think, uh, I like a lot of movement in, in the things because it does make it more. I think I invest more. And it's more realistic. It's like to equate it to, to comic books. There's certain folk, and there are um, Alex Ross um, is an artist, and the stuff looks fantastic. It's like oil painting quality stuff, and it looks lovely, but it's not good for narrative. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they like the animations there, but. Um, if there's not so many frames per second, even or the budget's just not there, obviously it'll take um, it'll take less time to fire out some less frames per second. Mm-hmm. And on that bombshell, um, we're going to cut to some uh, Spanish heavy metal, and we will be back after this <laughs> after this advert. Um, just. back after that nice bit of uh, Dutch throat metal uh, <laughs> we're only saying that because now Gary has to go and find like Dutch throat metal to play there, no, no, I'm, probably I'm, I'm doing the Spanish hopefully. heavy metal Spanish heavy metal, hopefully uh, 
Um, maybe we advert for the shop, castlecomicsuk.co.uk. Go on there and get all your anime stuff. Um, there's a lot of anime stuff. There's a lot of anime stuff there. So, we're back. Um, it's uh, old Greg, Sound Guy Gary, Sean Weeb. And, uh, it's really been done dirty. <laughs> I, I was told I could say that. It's not like a racial Only slur. He can, say he can say that, right? It's like a racial slur. Unless you're a weeb. Right, okay. It's, it's taboo. Oh, it's right, okay. okay. I'll give you the pass. Right, okay. It's like you can call me Ginger, that's alright. And funny Alex. And funny Alex. <laughs> Yeah, you get your name I'm funny, Alex. Don't forget me. I'm funny, Alex. Are on the Facebook, right? <laughs> Go to the Facebook. Right. So back to uh, back to Japanese cartoons. Right. So, <laughs> so the classic stuff, right? Like Akira, uh, Tank, Please Guys, or all that sort of thing. Does do folks still watch that? Do you feel it's aged well, or is it sort of passe, as it were? Now? There's a look to old anime. Uh huh. Yeah. And I don't think it's inherently worse, but you can tell. Aye. Um, the, what people call it is like the, the uprising of Moe mm-hmm. is what it's called. It's essentially, as anime went on, it mm-hmm. gets cuter and cuter. Right. So like, if you were to go back to the 80s, it's pretty gritty and grim. If you were to, uh-huh. for example, sake, there's a show called Gundam uh-huh. from the 90s. Yep, Gundam. It's quite like, you know, like sharp faces, uh-huh. like serious attitudes. Everyone's quite stern and you know straight it, to the point how much of that do you think is um, just the evolution of technology whereby before stuff was like hand animated it might now be all like computer generated I think it's just more what people want these days yeah than the animation because like as I don't know as times went on people just want more easy going mm-hmm. less serious I just feel it's um, like a reflection of the times because they, they, they say that that when you know for instance, it's 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 been proven that um when when the world's like doing well, Batman is really really popular. And when everything's crap, Superman gets really really popular because people want the opposite of what's happening yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Aye, I think it's sort of a bit of that. So ev- everything now is sort of quite bright and jolly to a certain extent mm. because everything's in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's born this kind of genre of like slice of life, mm. which I can't get into, but. Um, slice of life is basically maybe you just put dragons, but they run they run a cafe. Right. Okay. Right. On that topic, there's a really good slice of life called uh, Kobayashi's Maid Dragon. Okay. And it's just this woman finds a dragon in the forest and makes friends with it, and okay. then the dragon brings all her pals, and they're all pals. And it's, well, it's was just, she eating any nice. mushrooms in the forest <laughs> before she? She was she drunk. To be fair, up. she was drunk. All oh, right. Okay. It's not a classic show. To <laughs> derailed a little bit, but. <laughs> Yeah, you go back to the kind of original question. Like, I I think they hold up. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch, Ghost in the Shell isn't any less pretty because it's thirty years old at this point. Yeah. Aye. Um, you can tell it's an older anime. Yeah. But it's the artistic direction of that kind of anime and others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stands up to kind of modern times. You okay. Know? So you made a you said something quite telling there, artistic direction. Do you feel that there's like directors that you would follow? Like this guy directed this cartoon, this pair, uh, this um, uh, comic cartoon. Um, That's my ass getting slapped. It's more studios. If you're talking directors, you're talking like films, uh-huh, but uh-huh. studios is more where you'd kind of focus that. So um, there's sort of studios that, aye, that you I do follow. have studios that I do prefer. Okay, so what's a good studio? If you ask me, I like a studio called Shaft. Okay. Uh, wow, wow. 
That sounds like a bad mother. <laughs> um, I can dig it. The, just, just bleep that to make it sound like he said it, even though he didn't. <laughs> I, I, I like them because they're, they're quite good at doing abstract kind of animation. It's not... Okay. They don't do super detailed backgrounds, but they do super detailed characters. Mm-hmm. And they're really famous for their shaft head tilt, okay. where a character could be talking and they'll be like looking away and then I'll just tilt the head back and look backwards. Right. And some sort of like clearly unhuman angle. Right. But it's just their they're almost signature. And I don't know why, it's just. We've got funny. to get that in every episode. How can we get it in this episode? <laughs> Essentially, I. <laughs> or um, you've another big one, Studio Bones, which Bones. does My Hero Academia and. An our show called Mob Psycho. They're really good at like action scenes and okay. lots of little details. So Shaft and Bones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking is that, about is anime there theme here. here? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two big one like uh, studios that I like. I... Awesome. Um, Cowboy Bebop. We we're talking about uh, during the break there. That's that's one of them uh, that's older Classic. but still really st- stands up quite well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it stands up and. It's one. It's one of the the rare ones. It's maybe it's better dubbed than okay. it is subbed. I think it fits the kind of theme of that show better as a dubbed anime because it's Cowboy Bebop is like a space western, mm-hmm. and it really plays up on it in funny ways. Uh, but it's a it is a tells in the end a very serious story. Yeah. Okay. And it helps when it's English. Yeah. Having that kind of space western thing and. I couldn't explain to you why I love Cowboy Bebop. I like I just can't because mm-hmm. none none of the stories are especially like groundbreaking. The animation is good. It's not like again, uh-huh. not groundbreaking. Um, but something about when the whole package together, that that set of characters together, yeah. you just fall in love with them, and you fall in love with the show, and it's ah uh, just. Again, impossible to explain, but I've not met someone who didn't enjoy Cowboy Bebop. What's your thoughts on Cowboy Bebop, Gary? Well, I've not seen it yet, that's what I was saying. Um, But but it's the one anime that I've always been told to watch. I don't know why I've not watched it, but I've had a lot of recommendations. I've not heard one bad thing about it. Right, okay, okay, yeah. If you're making a list of anime to watch, Cowboy Bebop should be on it. I believe it is, as mentioned before, it's on IMDb's... I think it's in the top mm-hmm. fifty mm-hmm. of all TV shows of all time. So when when uh, in, in a wee bit, I'm gonna we're gonna break down and we're gonna five enemies to watch. Okay. Right. So have a wee think about that then now. Five enemies each, or trying to do five enemies. Five enemies between between you. That's a bit easier. <laughs> uh, so uh, obviously, with it becoming uh, with the becoming so popular. I mean, sort of uh, infiltrating into the West, as it were. There's been the inevitable uh, remakes from Western Studios. Um, Ghost in the Shell got a remake. Um, Akira's getting a remake. Akira's getting a remake. Uh, Battle Angel Attila. Alita. Alita, sorry. Battle Angel Alita uh, got a remake. What's your thoughts on those? I liked liked, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell. I went to see it in the cinema. Um, it's, It's nothing groundbreaking. It's just kind of your run-of-the-mill sci-fi futuristic mm-hmm. detective sh- film, but I didn't need a remake, really, is what you're saying. It's it's fine as a remake. Uh huh. It's not bad. It doesn't detract from the original. It's 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 okay in its own right. Okay. I'm not morally opposed to them. I know some people are morally yeah. opposed to those yeah. remakes, and 
I'm fine if it introduces like new people to this kind of genre yeah. uh-huh. that they wouldn't be uh, introduced to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always the risk that there is going to be one that comes out that is awful yeah. and insulting to the culture kind of thing. Well, that, and that's what always worries me. That That's the thing. That, I mean, even Disney are taking animation and making live action things. That's been their, their gimmick for the yeah. last couple of years. Was Lion King live action? No, it was CGI. Uh-huh. I'm just throwing that in there. I'm sorry. You uh, know what I'm saying? No. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think one of the things. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going against you there. I just had that argument recently. Yeah. The issue is kind of. People go into them expecting too much of what they already have seen. Uh huh. Like, if we were to take Disney, for example, uh, the Aladdin live action. Yeah. That was a great film. I would recommend that absolutely. It's it's get our boy, it's get our pal of the podcast, Will Smith, in it. Aye, so he's, he's kind of going up. It's really really good. Like, we settled for him, remember? We settled for Will Smith. No, Will Smith, we've been in, man. Will Smith, we've got our, we've got our boys, man. We've got our five boys. Right, the the rules for the rules to be in your boys' stable, right? I'm stealing this off a of OSW. Your boys' stable, right? Good to be a good actor, right? Right. Can't have won an Oscar. Oh, can't. Can't have won an Oscar. It's like when you pick your boys in wrestling, can't have somebody that's won the world belt. It's good to be somebody that's good, that you appreciate how good they are, and other folk maybe don't see okay, it. So we tearfully said goodbye to Leo a couple of years ago. Aye. Right. Right. So Leo's, Leo's off. He's won the Oscar. He's away. So we've got Will Smith. Um, we're not allowed Scarlett Johansson. She's, she can't be a boy. I believe she won an Oscar. Angelina Jolie's out. She's won an Oscar. Um, this is something to think about. This is something to think about. We'll, we'll, we'll get back round to that one eventually. <laughs> um, uh, well, it's just sorry. It's just because like people are so set in the ways that they think making a live action remake is like you're the devil. Like you should never do that, and it uh-huh. goes against everything they believe in. But it's like it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, you're not like it's not you're not morally opposed to it. You're not um, burning down uh, studios because Aye, you don't have to watch it. Yeah, no, pretty much that. So if you don't like it, don't watch it. One live action remake I was thinking about was uh, The Giver. Oh, yeah, right. man. The Giver, I watched when I was a lot younger. And mm-hmm. at the time, I thought it was amazing. Uh-huh. Like, for being a wee guy, there was definitely elements to it where I was scared watching it. Is this the, the, uh, the anime or the live action? The anime. Right, yeah. Right, so then they brought out the live action. Uh-huh. Not scared at all. Um, it was Mark Hamill that played the Giver, and then all the was it not made for like forty five pence in a curly whirly though? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what I was going to touch on. Like the live actions can be good, but if they're not got a big budget behind them, mm-hmm. then I think they can just be cheesy mock ups. Eh? Oh no, definitely because it, it it must be a lot cheaper to to animate somebody firing laser beams out their yeah. hands and flying through there than actually. I can't remember when the Giver film was released. I think it was eighties. I'm not sure, it, but it sounds I know. like the bad guys in it, like the Zolanoids. They look like the bad guys you'd find in the Power Rangers. <laughs> I was about to say Power Rangers. It was definitely very Power Rangers type. Typed big rubber, yeah, big rubber suits, big rubber like, suits. And I was like, ah, oh, awesome man. But then again, if you're into your cheesy factors, I know a lot of people like cheesy films. I, I'd, I'd recommend The Guy ever watch it. It's got Mark Hamill in it. I just kind of go wrong with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> He's good in everything, eh? Does, does he pull out the Joker voice at some stage? Or? I think that's just his voice. <laughs> that just make sounds? <laughs> I think what you sort of said during that, um, it's a lot easier to get away in an animation, like, with... Um, 
what you can do you know mm-hmm. like you can do like superpowers really easily like yeah someone's just got like psychic magic powers that shoot beams at their eyes it looks more uh, I, d- I don't want to say realistic but more within that world within that universe yeah. within that animated universe you can believe that is happening yeah yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. whereas when it's quite obviously like CGI'd into like Scarlet Witch's you know eyes uh-huh. as she beams somebody down and the big fight in Endgame or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you, you know that's just kind of lasers overlaid. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And obviously, um, live action is becoming, with the bigger budget stuff anyway, is becoming more and more CGI mm-hmm. um, dependent and practical effects right out the window. So there's, there's a lot of crossover yeah. there, you know, where techniques that maybe originally used in animated films are now used, all right, a bit fancier, but in, in live action things, you know. I think we're blurring the lines there a bit. Like now, we're at a point where, like, used to be when you done anime or cartoons, you done mm-hmm. that because you literally couldn't do it. Oh, sorry, you literally couldn't do it in another medium. Yeah. yeah. And now we're getting to the point where we know it can be done in other mediums. When it's done in anime or cartoon, it has uh-huh. to be something a little bit special, or there has to be that kind of. Did you ever watch the the Lord of the Rings animated movie? I've seen bits yeah. of it. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest mashup of live action. It's like live action, but folk have been they've drawn on top of folk. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the weirdest thing. It's all right. I mean, it works. It's, okay. it's like they wrote a scope to them and then just didn't fully take them out. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's it's the weirdest thing. That's that's, that's my recommendation. Cutting edge, Lord of the Rings for nineteen seventy something. And it is it is. It's worth watching. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny in its own right. Uh, an anime we mentioned a couple of times. I just want to gush about for mm-hmm. a minute because I'm still watching it. Uh-huh. Is My Hero Academia? Right. Okay. You can talk about My Hero Academia, right? Right. But we're doing the live action remake, and you're doing the cast for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. You guys can help out. Um, so My Hero Academia, gush away. Who's playing who? <laughs> Right, so My Hero Academia is basically a story about if, I don't know, Wolverine and the X-Men. Imagine the world of X-Men where everyone accepts their superpowers. Right. And the most powerful X-Men, X-Man, we'll just say Wolverine for the sake of it, right, okay. has to pick his successor. Well, actually, it would be somebody else, but... <laughs> I know, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> actually, I'm yeah, just carry trying, on. I'm just trying to think of one that the audience will relate to. Okay. Um, that's basically the story of My Hero Academia. Um... My Hero Academia, there's a big Superman kind of character called All Might. Best, best hero in the world. Right. Superman, basically. Right. right. Uh, young Midoriya, Izuku, uh, is his biggest fan, but uh-huh. doesn't have a superpower. Right. Uh, and through things, uh, All Might chooses him as his successor and passes on his power to Midoriya. And it's all about Midoriya going through superhero school, learning how to use his power, um, and the kind of story with All Might, his, his relationship with All Might and his other classmates, mm-hmm. it's just stunning. Like that's the reason I haven't been able to get into Seven Deadly Sins because, because I'm am you... catching up in My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. and it's just you're enjoying it a lot. Oh, it's so good. The third season of My Hero Academia is so unbelievably stacked. Like, if there's, I remember I was having a discussion with you and Ross, and like Ross thought the stuff that happened in series three happened over like three seasons because <laughs> right. there's so much in season okay. three. Mm. Um, season four's out. I'm catching up on that now. Just, I'd, I'd highly recommend what I wouldn't 
maybe when we get back to our five, or maybe we wouldn't put it in there yet because it's not finished. It's not a completed anime. Oh, I would put it in. I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, okie dokie. So who's right. who's playing All Might? Uh, Henry Cavill. That's your default. He's the most <laughs> handsome man in the world. Hey, you Ross may listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, there's kind of two versions of All Might. There's Super All Might, right. and there's We Weakling All Might. Because he kind of changes form. Right. Okay. So We Weakling All Might would be like Nicolas Cage. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, main character is Zuki Midoriya. So young guy. Um, Maybe a bit nerdy, so a Tom Holland. Tom Holland again. Tom Holland. Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet. Aye, Tom Holland's getting a lot of work for these days. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> he? uh, well, fine, and Will Smith can be a razor head, right? Because <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> he's one of the boys. Hey, as long as Will's in it, man, we've got to make you struggling now, man. Uh, and maybe the other big characters like Bakugo Kachan. Bakugo is just he's he's kind of he's Midoriya's classmate. Mm-hmm. But he's just absolutely raging a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> right, okay. He's outstanding. He's my favourite character in it just because he's unapologetically. Can we get insane. Our, uh, Can we get our boy Hawk for Cobra Kai? There we go. Perfect. <laughs> That's actually unbelievably perfect. Right. Awesome. <laughs> I can't have a guy called Hawk because a guy called Hawk in the show. Oh damn it! Right, the actor's not called Hawk though. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> can we have it? Oh, there's nobody else I could think of though unapologetically just young kid who's absolutely raging with the world <laughs> but with the sole goal of being the best hero uh, ever okie dokie okie dokie so um, will we head round for our top five then top five top five um, I'll let you put yours on first Greg I don't know enough about it okay. it's not my specialist field I mean right now with my very limited experience okay. um, I'll probably have to pull in movies as well I'm quite happy to pull in movies um, if we put it to a vote <laughs> that, that that I've watched. Um, Tokyo Ghoul, I really enjoyed Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. That 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 was good. What I've seen of it so far, I enjoyed the the gambling one. Yeah, Kakagura. Um that was really good. <laughs> you've you've nearly got there like five times. Kake, I, I don't want to pronounce it wrong and say like. But you have <laughs> <laughs> five times. Five times, Kakagura. It's okay. It's not like I'm saying Bukaki or anything, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, My Hero Academia, Bukaki, um, <laughs> Akira, got to, got to love a wee bit of Akira. Mm. Yeah. Akira's definitely uh, definitely up there. Um, other than that, I'm probably kind of struggling, um, in all honesty. Um, did you, have you ever seen Tank Police? No, I have not. <laughs> Tank Police was atrocious, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was not good. Um, I can tell you it's no good, but, I don't <laughs> but I've really not watched enough to do a top five. I'm afraid. That's fair enough. And um, I'd, I'd throw in maybe Your Voice, which is a film that's came out in the last couple of years. Your voice. Your voice. Okay. Your name. Yeah. Your name. I mixed up <laughs> your name. Is that and follow up voice. to your name? No, there was two. There was two anime films that came out at roughly the same time. Your okay. name and Silent Voice, right. and they kind of just captured like. Um, everyone's attention. I think I prefer your name. Okay. Your name's a weird, weird-ish romance story about characters that switch bodies. Right. Okay. It sounds weird because it's anime, uh-huh. but it is heartwarming and brutal. And uh-huh. about halfway through that film, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Really. And you never quite recover from it. Um, okay. Your your name. 
You're, I loved your name. Oh, and Sudoku Tuesday is quite good. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Really I good. I can't tell if you're taking the mic. Yeah. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that coming. <laughs> I could have believed it. Um, if I haven't heard it, it's not. Sudoku Tuesday. And we haven't talked about it, but like Death Note. Oh, yeah, Death Note. Yeah, Death Note. I Death think Death Note yeah. gets weird and and a sort of bad way Again, but like I just that, accepted yeah. it that's another one where they've done a live action they've done a couple of live oh, actions oh the live action, action that was terrible there you go you asked about bad anime yep. earlier no, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm more camel than that <laughs> you think there's some sort of thing that... I'm going to disagree with you on this oh, oh, yeah. Netflix yeah. live action yeah. is good as its own Death Note film uh-huh. it's not a good Death Note manga adaptation which one are we talking are we talking the western one or the the uh... western one so the Western Netflix adaptation mm-hmm. is a good film. Okay. It's not a good Death Note, but it's a good film. So would you recommend for like uh, somebody like me watching that first and then going back and watching the anime? I think it'd be yeah. Great. I would say if you watch that and you like the idea of it, yeah, like, absolutely, go and jump into it. It's also on Netflix. Like just dive into the anime, you would absolutely love it. Okay, okay. Death Note's on the list then. Personally, I think you should just watch the anime and then you don't need to waste your time with it. <laughs> That's so, the anime, but it's I like think, 50 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> 50 episodes. But the thing about the anime is, like, I think it's definitely one of my top 10, top 5 animes, but it's one of them ones that once you've watched it all the mm-hmm. way through, I don't, it won't grip you the same time watching it the second mm-hmm. time around. It's one of the ones like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, uh-huh. no, then it's just twist after twist and right. then it's almost a murder mystery yeah <laughs> except you're you, you know the murderer face yeah you're on the perspective <laughs> from the murderer uh-huh. um, um i really I, I really liked it it was the first anime that me and my fiance watched all the way through okay um and it, it is good and it kind of got us into that and watching them from time to time okay so we've got we've got my hero death note I'm going to put down seven, seven, seven deadly, deadly sins, sins as well, just because I think it's definitely my type of anime now. Where it's like, it's easy going. It's not too serious. Uh, each character's got their own wee quirks and stuff. It's like every episode would be kind of different. Sean, Alex, um, is Seven Deadly Sins getting in? I'll, I'll let Sean make the choice <laughs> because I've not watched enough of it yet. Uh, I mean, it's a hard one to say. There's. It's it's a good sort of like shown and show. Uh-huh. Like it might not be my personal top five, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a good one to like a sort of like stepping stone into that genre. Right? Okay. Okay. Dokey. What about One Punch Man? Because that's quite similar. One Punch Man is I would watch that over Seven Deadly Sins. It's twelve episodes, fired out, and it's like every episode is just over the top, outstanding, fantastic, like straight fire. As you mm. say, aye, as the kids <laughs> say, it, it's lit. Do they still say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just I cannot fault any episode one until season man. two, but like season two is still good, but like season one is just every episode's perfect. Okay, yeah. okay. So One Punch Man's definitely in Seven Deadly Sins is uh, an honourable mention. I'll watch it myself, right? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if we maybe want to touch on other genres as well, mm-hmm. we've basically just constantly went over shonens, but like let's let's make folk cry. Like if we recognise shows like um, Angel Beats. Angel Beats destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially like a bunch of school kids and they're kinda like helping each other out. Okay. And so if it's not a shonen, what, what what's the genre here? Uh, I think it's technically class it's 
Shonen's not really a genre, it's more like a classification it's of where it's aimed at. Right, right, okay. So, like, mm. it's it's hard to not use it as a genre definer, though, yeah. is the thing. Um, I wouldn't really give it a thing like that. It's just kind of like, it's a, it's a show about, there's this, there's a bunch of kids and there's, like, an angel keeps, like, chasing down them. But it's, like, just a, an arcade for their school. Right. And then it turns out the angel last just wants to, like, be pals with them. And you know, just, just be pals with them. Aye. And then it turns out they're all kind of in a limbo. Yeah. That's why they're at school. Right. Like, these are all kids that have died. And they're essentially, like, re... How, how do you explain they're that? They're trying like, to learn the lessons from, like, what's happened in their life. Yeah. The angel who they set up as the villain is actually trying to help everyone kind of move on. That yeah. sounds pretty just, deep. That sounds... Oh, man, the last... Like, so, episode three... So, maybe episode one and two just seem silly. They're trying yeah. to take the angel out, which is, like, this 12-year-old lassie with a sniper. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just really silly, and it doesn't work. So, what's this one called? Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Angel Beats. And, and then episode three hits you, like, a ton of yeah. bricks. Like, like once like they start movie. getting into, like, the, the characters' backstories... Uh-huh. And it's just like, bam, this is actually really like, really serious. Like, okay, what happened to this person? Like, what their life was like, mm-hmm. and how they overcome overcame it. And it's just, I cried at every episode between like three and the end. Mm. It took me like a month to watch it because I had to like settle myself <laughs> after every episode. Mm. Mm. It's a, it's a good one if we're going for a different genre. Yeah. Because, like I said, it absolutely destroyed me. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and it's a, it, so there's this genre of um, like the, depressing films. What we call like, them is like feels anime and okay. the, the sort of biz, if you will. It's it's anime that makes that just brings out the emotion of like. Okay. So it's, it's like the, con- up it's emotions, the Canton Western music of animated films. It's the ones where. Uh, you know, your, your dog's left you and you've ran over your wife, sort of thing. That's yeah, a, essentially, actually. You know I, what I mean? It's, I, it's the... Yeah. It's, um, that's the kind of idea of it, actually, yeah. It's like really heart gut wrenching kind of things, you know? Okay. Where it just gets you to feel emotional. Okay. Yeah, it's, no, it's, a, it's good that, that there's something different apart from big explosions. And... Aye. I mean, sometimes it's good to just watch people like one shot a bad guy. Of course. But at the other times it's good to just be like, you know, feel heart you know, warm and fuzzy inside, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I totally I totally understand that. Mm. I totally understand that why that would be. So I believe I have one spot left on the list if you want to put Angel Beats in because I I loved it. Oh, Alright, I will just kinda of try. Give out other ideas. Maybe like Violet Evergarden is an arcane one. No it's it's another sort of like feels anime. It's this girl who was born to essentially be in the army uh-huh. as like a weapon and uh she just kinda doesn't have any emotions. Sound like Attila here. That's Aelita. Uh kinda. But she's not really like it's it it looks a lot better for stars. It's like okay. it looks really nice. And um she kinda comes out of the army. Her the person that was like her handler, if you will, right. died, and she gets left with his like comrade, and she joins a company that sends letters to people, and it's just basically her learning emotions, right? Okay, and it's it's quite it's quite emotional how okay. she just kind of learns about like love and happiness and all right, okay, so it's it's sort of like she's almost like a. For a, a reference for a, I'd maybe get sort of like data in Star Trek sort of thing like 
I couldn't tell you. I don't. Aye, aye. So it's like sort of learning emotions. It's like mm. show me some more of this human thing called kissing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we if we wanted to put like a live action remake on our top five, right? Okay. For people to get into, I've got one we've not talked about. Right. Um, and it's day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. I've not seen it, but like Re- renamed to live die repeat. Yeah. Okay. The Tom Cruise film. Um, not seen it. Tom Cruise film where like he um, he's fighting aliens. He's a ah oh, brilliant. I come on. Um, <laughs> so he's a, he's, Tuesday. A, he's a war reporter, right? Um, and he just gets dropped on the front lines in this war that the humans are fighting against these massive aliens, and we're losing. Right. Humans are losing big time. Tom Cruise gets dropped on the beach, and he's like, "What is going on? I'm just a photographer." But it's mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. He doesn't stand a chance. No, no, he, he doesn't stand a chance this time. He gets like. He gets like pinned by an alien, and he's just about to get killed, Aye. and he shoots it, and it bleeds on him. Uh huh. And then Tom Cruise wakes up the day before. Right. So it's it's Groundhog Day. Right. But sci-fi. Right. Okay. And Tom Cruise getting better at fighting and stuff like that. Okay. So he keeps getting better. And okay. You find out this is how the aliens actually fight. So ah. the aliens fight because when they die, they just go back a day. They respawn. They respawn. To the last they, save point. Yeah, and they just keep getting better and better. But because Tom Cruise has the ability now, like he uh-huh. keeps getting better, and the aliens can't win, right? And they're quite annoyed about it. Okay. Um, it, fantastic film. I'm surprised. I know. I've no, never even heard of it, mate. Really? I, oh, uh, Emily. Emily <laughs> Blunt. Ooh, that's Ooh. Thing, like, it, it was based. It was based off a manga called All You Need Is Kill. Um, oh, I've heard of All You Need Is Kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it it kind of flew under the radar. I think it flopped at the cinema. It's like fascinating concept, but it's Groundhog Day, you know. So I would highly recommend watching it. Okay, like okay. if we're talking about the live action films we've talked about today, uh-huh. that's the best one. It had this kind of, it flopped at the cinema, but it had this really hardcore supporters in kind of the kind of movie reviewer world. Yeah, online yeah. who were like. If you want to support anime, you need to be supporting it. Not anime. If you want to be supporting sci-fi, you need to be supporting this film. Okay. And it never quite got there. Never quite got. I mean, Tom Cruise. He's. I'm not a fan. It's his best performance in a long time. It's. It's. it's right. I've nothing against him, but it's. Well, you could like do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've. I've got a thing against. Uh, this. This will lose us a million listeners, no doubt. Um, but I've, it's. It's this whole Scientology thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That okay. whole. I see past it. Aye. Um, did you know it was written in his contract for the mummy that he had to be called young man? <laughs> <laughs> He's 50 year old. Young man. You know, see if you watch the new mummy, like, uh-huh. an unnerving amount of people call him young man. Really? <laughs> it's like you're 50, mate. Get a rest. He's a bit a foot shorter than me, isn't he? He's like teeny totty. Aye. I think, I think that's part of one of his demands as well, that he has to be shot in a way that he doesn't look <laughs> too small. <laughs> Oh, the cameraman with no knees in their trousers, <laughs> shooting them for the ground. So many funny stories about Tom Cruise. Like, there's a sh- that again. It's the mummy again, but there's a shot um, of his of his arse, right? But he's like bending over or something, right? <laughs> and uh, apparently he had like an argument with the studio where they had to make abundantly clear that was Tom Cruise's arse and not a body double. How do you do that in a film? You I turn around know. and wink at you, like waggling his ass and he turns around and winks at you. Is the, it? The, the guy's insane. He's funny. Uh, <laughs> the one based off Kill the Kill is yeah. worth watching. 
Okay, okay. Well, I think that's that's about us for the uh, for this evening for our uh, Tom Annie, Cruise podcast. For the Tom Cruise podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, be, sure, <laughs> be sure and go and watch Top Gun, <laughs> which is getting a remake as well. Strangely enough, and he's in that. Yeah, that young actor, that young up and comer, young man, Tom Cruise. Um, uh, thanks for coming up, guys. Um, I hope I've certainly learned a lot uh, from this, and I hope folk that. Um, are listening to this or listened to it um, that maybe weren't into uh, this particular genre I'll, uh, or maybe go and watch a movie or two maybe watch a wee bit of One Punch Man and because uh, it is it is uh, a, a new sort of thing for uh, for some folk but, it's, uh, worth, it's worth doing it's something you should experiment with yeah. any final words Sean? Uh, anime's good anime's good <laughs> excellent Gary anything to say to the folk before we go? Just watch Seven Deadly Sins. It's watch good. Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> Take my word for it. You get a, an epilogue? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I've said enough, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. That was the uh, that was the manga special. I hope we have not brought much dishonour upon our ancestors. And we'll see you next time. I don't want to pronounce it wrong and say, like, Kakagura. Kakagura? Yeah, Kakagura. Very sexual. Kakagura. Kakagura. Kakagura.